Welcome to the podcast, episode two, DJ MC Servant, living that Christian life. So one part of a Christian life is to pray. <laughs> pray to who, to whom, and how? Well, I mean, the perfect prayer, obviously, is, everybody's known it as the Our Father, right? Which, you know, some people call it the Lord's Prayer, and it, it goes th- as thus. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. So that's... The, you know, it's known as the Lord's Prayer. Now, you can use that as a pattern, right? You break that pattern up into sections, right? Uh, the beginning part is praise and worship of God for whom he is, you know. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We say hallowed be thy name is like, you know, you are omnificent. You are omnipotent, you are perfect, you are all that is perfect, you are great, you are lovely, you are perfect in every way, shape, or form. So as you begin to praise God, praise God out loud. I mean, if you're not in a situation where you can praise God out loud, that's okay. You can praise him in your mind because to pray, you can pray in your thoughts, but it's better if you're able to pray to God aloud, right? So you praise and worship God. Allow, praise him for what he's done in your life, for who he is, about his attributes, you know, that he's always around, you know, that he knows everything. He knows every thought that you will have from first heartbeat to last breath. So knowing that, then, you know, you can come to God always, everywhere, all the time. So you praise and worship God as a short template. If you do it over like a uh, you praise and worship God for like three minutes. That seems like, oh, well, that's really short. Well, three minutes is a long time when you actually get down there and do it. But when you praise God, just begin to thank him for, you know, praise and worship. You know, I mean, sometimes you have to realize, you know, the word of God says, all those who have breath in, the lung, breath in their lungs, praise the Lord. Now, that means, that's the qualifier of who is qualified to praise God. Anybody who has air in their lungs can praise God out loud. In other words, well, I didn't do this, but you know what? God is good on his own, but you praise him anyway because he is worthy to be praised. (laughs) Okay, so you come across that way. So when you praise God, you, you, you spend some time. This may not be the exact timing template but i mean you spend the time and praise god you say thank you for the day thank you for tomorrow you know thank you for the one who created my body that that things are working correctly that i have access to somebody who can maybe help fix something that's not running correctly in my heart in my life whatever it is when i say heart sometimes i mean the physical heart sometimes i mean the spiritual heart but my meaning is to put you in the position to praise God. You know, praise is, you know, 
when you acknowledge his attributes, what he is, you know, that he sent his son to to make a way back to heaven for all comes from God. All that is of goodness comes from God. So we praise and worship him. And then, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, right? All that we have that is of good nature comes from God, right? To keep that relationship going, because obviously God's part of the relationship is always on. <laughs> it's always correct. God is never incorrect in what he does. He may relent out of mercy, but he is always on and always right, right? So the second part of of your prayer life first you start off with with praise and worship god worship is praise is when you you speak to talk about god worship is to live a life that is pleasing in the sight of god you know whether it's paying your tithes any you know or, or doing the things that god would prompt you to do whether it's feeding the homeless or you know speaking to somebody who has a lot you know to say hey god is who he says he is he leaves this world with what you came with in your birthday suit, <laughs> which means you had nothing when you came and nothing when you leave. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But the second part of the prayer, first part is to praise and worship. Second part is to be still and know that he is God. Take about three minutes to stop yourself, stop your thoughts and pray. And in that, in that silence, listen for God, listen for him to say something to you. He will say, to know the voice of God is to hear a small, still voice. God is a gentleman. He is not someone whose braggadocious is going to jump on down your throat and rush you. Unless it's a situation where it's like, step out in front of, step away from this area. You know, he may tell you to move whatever situation is to get you out of harm's way. But for the most part, uh, it's a small, still voice that comes across. And when you know that, then you hear that. So you quiet your thoughts, stop yourself again. So praise and worship God for three minutes and then stop yourself and silence yourself for three minutes. You do that and listen, be still and know that he is God. The third part of the prayer as a pattern of prayer is confession. What is confession? Why do we need to confess? God knows I messed up. <laughs> well, I mean, we look back to the word of God, we see numerous of times God asks different people in the Bible, what have you done? It's not like God didn't know what you did. It's like, this is the time to fess up. <laughs> You know, like uh, when Cain had murdered his brother, Abel. God directly asked him, what have you done? And Abel did not respond in such a way where God wanted him to respond. That's confession. What is confession? Confession is when you spend the time and you acknowledge that you've fallen short of the mark. That's what sin is, falling short of the mark. I have not done this task correctly let's uh line that up with like okay if you played basketball 
the difference between a layup that goes through the net, through through the through the hoop and through the net, and something that bounces off the rim. If it bounces off the rim, it's short of the mark. Okay, so you acknowledge it by saying, "Hey, I haven't done this. This is, you know, because there are sins of omission. There's things like, let's say you're walking down the street and there's a homeless person, and they need some food to eat, and you have the means to feed them. You may be prompted to feed them. Go to the store, get them some food, put some something in their hand so they can eat it. You know, now me, I'm a little cynical. <laughs> I'm going to say, take a bite out of that in front of me so I can see that you actually took a bite out of it. Uh, on occasion, I give somebody some money out of my pocket and... It's not that I'm bragging about that, but I'm just saying, you know, I'll put it in their hand. I'll say, make this a blessing and not a curse. Do not use this for alcohol. Do not use this for drugs. Right. And at that point, I've stepped back from it and they can use it. It can be blessed by it or they can be cursed by it. But uh, so going back, you know, you confess. You spend three minutes confession, you know, the things that make you not like whether it's your lifestyle or the way you speak, uh, the way you appear before people, maybe it's the way you dress, whatever it is, you confess it before God. So after that three minutes, first three minutes, you praise and worship God. The second three minutes, spend time, uh, be still, know that he is God, right? And that's when you listen and meditate to hear what God has to say to you. The third thing you do is you confess. Confess is, like I said, the agreement between you and God that you fall short of the mark or whatever it is. Whether it's relationships, whether it's whatever whatever it is. God will prompt you, tell you, and you'll confess it back, right? And then after you've done three minutes of confessing, we say, why? Have I done that much, long, that, that much wrong in the last 24 hours? Well, you know, God will bring it upon you because we do live in real time. So after you've confessed, then there's intercession. You know, we see things in front of us that are very important for us to see, to pray about. Things don't happen randomly in front of our eyes for just because. So when you know that, you know, some people say, I don't want to hear the news. Well, you know what? We live in an age now that you can find out things that happen on the other side of the planet and you can pray for it. In times before, people weren't able to do that. Because it wasn't being reported. You didn't have access to it on your smartphone. That, you know, something's happened. You know, somebody's being beat to death. Somebody's being being destroyed because they love God. You know, this, you know, for whomever they are, right? Because you have people who are being martyred for their faith. And you need to pray about that, right? You intercede. You intercede for people that you know. You know, your direct family members, your siblings, your parents, if they're still alive your children, whomever, you know, that you are, who are in your charge to pray about, pray about, right? Your coworkers, you pray about them, you intercede for them, right? Say, you know what, help this person get through this health issue or help this person get their finances together, help this person through through uh, their drug addiction or help this person to get themselves together so they're not abusive to their wife or their husband. You know, these are different things you intercede for, right? Spend about three minutes doing that. So let's go back over what we're what we're doing in this prayer prayer thing, right? Praise and worship God. Three minutes. Secondly, then be still and know that He is God. That's the time you stop, 
meditate and listen. Listen for God's voice for three minutes. Thirdly, the third thing we do is we intercede for... Oh, no, not... no, not. I skipped the part, didn't I? Not intercede, but we confess, right? The reason we confess before God is because we want a right relationship with God, right? And then the word of God say, the righteous man's prayer availeth much. In other words, God hears what you're saying once you have a right relationship with him. We're only righteous through Christ. And the only way to get that situation back together is to pray and to confess, right? So for your prayers to be heard, you have to have a right relationship. And that right relationship is brought together by confession. So you confess to God your shortcomings, right? Things that you have done that are not in his will. Things that you have failed to do that are not in his will, you know? Okay, so going back over again, praise and worship. Be still, know that he is God. Three, confess. Four, intercede, right? So like I said, you spend three minutes interceding. And the fifth thing you do is your own personal petitions. So you're going through something, right? Your finances, your relationships, maybe you're working with your coworkers. Or giving you strength to get through the day so that you stay focused and not get divided and spread out doing things that are not within the will of God. So you proceed to pray your own petitions, right? Your future, your present, you know, all the things that are important to you, that those doors be open. You pray to God about that, right? So those are personal petitions. Spend three minutes there. And then at the end, so we go back over again, praise and worship God. Secondly, be still, know that he is God, right? That's the second part of the prayer where you just stop yourself, stop your thoughts and say, you know what? I'm going to listen for God. And then you know what you're listening for. You listen for that small, still voice of God telling you, well, this is what divides you for me, your profanity, or this is what provides, divides you for me. You're doing things that are not in the right relationship, the way you deal with people, right? Whatever that is that God says in that small, still voice, you put it in your mind so that when it comes time to confess it before God, you can. The third thing you do is you confess it before God. You spend the time and say, Lord, you know what? I have this issue. I have that issue. Whatever those issues are, you know, that divides my relationship with you you confess it so that you back in right relationship with God then the next thing you do is you intercede all the people that you know all the things and things that are happening around you that you are aware of you intercede you say God help those people who are living in the polar vortex or those people who are being flooded out in Europe or or the Rohingyas you know those Chinese Muslims that are being beat or whatever the case may be you know you, you pray for them directly Right. And then you pray your personal petitions. Right. Whatever you're going through, you know, you can directly ask God for help in those directions or, you know, give me the patience to get through this. If you won't take it away, give me the patience to learn something from it. Right. And then once you do your own petitions, then you thank God for one, the time of prayer. Two, all the struggles that you've been through. Three, you, you just, just just thank him for who he is. Right. And that's the Thanksgiving part of the prayer, right? So going over it one more time so we, we won't forget what we're doing here, right? As a pattern of prayer, 
the first thing you do is you praise and worship God. Whether you do that out loud or silently, that's your business. But whatever's practical, right? If you're living in a dormitory situation, that might not be practical. You might have to either go on your knees and do it silently, or you may have to go in the bathroom and do it, or you may have to go out in the park and do it. Whatever you have to do, do it in such a way that it's, you know, do all things in an orderly manner. So that's what the Word of God says. So you praise God for who He is, and then be still. Second part, be still, know that He's God, listen for a small, still voice, so that, you know, anything that divides you between you, Anything that has caused a division between you and God, you can confess it before God, right? It's not like he doesn't know. <laughs> it's just you bring it into agreement. Then comes the confession part. You confess before God the things, your shortcomings, your sins. Sins are shortcomings, things that you have fallen short, short of the mark. So, I'm not a sinner. Well, you know what? We're not perfect. We're all sinners. <laughs> to be human is to be a sinner. Okay, so if you're human, you are a sinner. You're not perfect. They say there's two ways to heaven. One is to be live an absolute perfect life. That means to never lie. <coughs> Excuse me. Never to fall short. Never to do anything that is outside the will of God. If you can do that, then you'll be snatched up. <laughs> you'll be snatched up and you will not see that. But because we're human, you know, we have feelings, we have things in our mind that are not what God wants us to do that are contrary. Some people call it contrarian. Uh, so we fall short. So, again, you praise God. Then we still know that he's God. Three, intercede for all people that you know in your life. For petition, you petition yourself, whatever you're going through, and then Thanksgiving. And that's the pattern of prayer. And it should take you about 18 minutes to do that. So, And that's how long this podcast is. We're about 1809, 1810, 1811, 1812. <laughs> so if you can take 20 minutes out of your day to pray to God in the morning, just fit that in. <laughs> that, that sounds kind of bad, huh? You got 24 hours in the day, eight of them you sleep, right? Eight of them you work. So, you know, two thirds of your day is already taken up and the other eight is left. So, I mean, a 20 minute prayer life that actually get on your knees and pray, or you can do it seated or you can do it prostate, which means to lay on your face, whatever, whatever is the style that you want to pray before God do so in a respectful manner. So. Well, this is your host, DJ MC Servant, and that's the podcast for today, and I, I guess I'll call this podcast A Pattern of Prayer. Well, that's all I got for now. See you on the flip side, DJ MC Servant, your host. Peace out. Welcome to the podcast, and I am your host, DJ MC Servant. I guess this is going to be episode three. I don't know how long it's going to be. It's going to be as long as it's going to be. <laughs> okay. Um, the last episode, we were talking about uh, a pattern of prayer. And going back over that, you start out by praising and worshiping God. I mean, obviously, worshiping 
is a lifestyle when you line up your life with God. But praise is a form of worship and something that has to be said on this subject. Uh, it comes from the 150th Psalms, and I guess the last verse, it says, I guess I'm going to par paraphrase it here. All that have air in its lungs, let them praise the Lord. So, what does that mean? As a qualifier, it doesn't, notice how it doesn't put the burden of, oh, well, you have to be upright and righteous to praise God. Because God is worthy to be praised upon his own existence. So, when you say praise, well, you say, well, you know, I've lived a downtrodden life. You know, I'm not worthy to praise God, which is true. <laughs> but you are qualified based on the fact that God is worthy to be praised. So as a qualifier, you praise God. What is praising God, right? Well, you look to your life and you see what God has done for you in your life. And then as it comes to your remembrance, you bring it up and you enunciate it. You either say it out loud or you say it in your mind. If you're in a situation where you can't praise out loud, which which is possible, let's say you're on an airliner or you're on a bus or something like that, you can praise God in your mind and you can hear it. But it is so much better if you're in a situation where you can praise God outside, out loud, and speak upon all the goodness of his glory. You know, the things that you can praise God for are simple things. Let's not, let's not go get all difficult and tight with it. You know, if you've got air in your lungs that you can breathe, you can praise God. You should praise God because there are people who cannot breathe and are unable to praise God. So that in itself is a purpose and reason to praise God because you have air in your lungs. <laughs> Or you're, you know, I mean, you could have emphysema where it's very hard to exhale, right? Because um, the um, tissue in your lungs, elasticity, no longer is elastic. So you have to put, and that's a horrible condition to be in. But if you're not in that condition, praise God. Praise God for that. <laughs> Out loud. Thank you, God. I do not have emphysema. Or thank you, God, that I can actually breathe on my own. Because there are people who cannot breathe on their own. Back in the day, there used to be a thing called the iron lung, right? So people who had, I guess it was cystic fibrosis or all kinds of other problems, right? Then their body was put in this thing called an iron lung, which would it, what it would do, it would continually cause pressure to go out and in so that the body was able to bring air in and out, but you're unable to do anything else because your whole body had to be enca encapsulated in this machine called an iron lung. So just as the basic, right? We're talking about, you know, prayer, a pattern of prayer, right? Where you praise and worship God, right? You praise him for your situations, you know? And when you praise him, you praise him for everything, right? good or bad, because sometimes the bad stuff is to get you on your way to get to the good stuff, right? <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll hear the saying, 
uh, to the effect, they'll say, you know, when one door closes, another one opens, right? You may lose a job, right? And the reason you've lost that job is because God wants you to move on to bigger and better things. The only way you'll ever get to that point to do bigger and better things is that door's got to close. Or maybe you're in relationships, right, that are unprofitable, right? You've expounded, you've told, you've done the best you can as in saying, you know what, seek the face of God, right? And some folks are just not there, you know? And sometimes, you know, you're planting seeds that you'll never see sprout. And you have to be aware of that. But that's not to keep you from, you know, planting those seeds that saying, seek the face of God, you know? Uh, you know, you praise God always and often, right? There's another piece of scripture. It's, it comes to mind. It says, seek you first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all things will be given unto you, right? So breaking that down, seek ye first. First thing you do is look for God's. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, right? The kingdom of heaven being salvation, right? And the only way through salvation is through Christ himself. We've just gone through Easter just recently, right? And that's the celebration of the rising of the Messiah, the Christ, after three days, proving that he truly is the Messiah. Um, so when you praise and worship God, you take the time to look to your life and see where you have been blessed, right? You've been blessed with relationships. You've been blessed to come through some things so that you can show somebody how to come through some things, right? Remember to praise God for all the bad stuff, right? Because uh, there are people, you know, who live in countries that don't even have fresh water. Praise God for the fresh water that you have. Some people say, oh, well, ugh, I, I, don't, I don't have the best of clothes. There's some folks who don't have shoes for their feet. I, I can remember one time I was really upset because there was a hole in the running shoe I had because I didn't clip the toenails on my feet and the toenail cut the top of the running shoe, right? And the moment I thought, start complaining out loud about that, I got kind of God smacked, right? Somebody, a young gentleman walked past me with two prosthetic feet, you know, inside of some tennis shoes. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You have to be in the position I have to be in the position to remember to praise God for all the goodness that he allows me to have. The ability to be employed in an employable situation. Because you can be in a situation where you cannot be employed. You know, if you're locked up behind bars, it's really hard to be employed. <laughs> you, you know. And things happen in life, you know, but you have to praise God. You know, and uh, sometimes, you know, we come into relationships with people that we meet and they pass away and we're sad that we're divided. But we praise God that we've known these people because they've enriched our life in some way. There's something that they gave to us that we take with us so that we live, learn and grow. So what am I talking about? I am talking about their person your personal prayer life right my personal prayer life you start by praising god that you know you are awake 
<laughs> you are conscious, you know, because there are people who are in comas that will never come out, right? They, you know, call them a vegetable. I <laughs> know oh, that's really insensitive, isn't it? I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. But, um, you know, when it comes to praising God, you have to look to your situation. And I know a lot of times you say, well, people, there's some people who have so, 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 so much. And I have so, 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 so little, right? Well, sometimes you have to look to say, well, you know, God will not give you a burden that you cannot handle. Then you look to say, okay, well, I thank God for what little I have. Because maybe, you know, I have to be learn to handle what little I have so I can handle much more later and, and as in time as it happens, you know. So you take the time and look to your actual situation and say, thank you, God, right? That should be something that continually comes out of your mouth. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, I awoke this morning. Thank you, God, that I breathe. Thank you, God, that I can go to the bathroom unassisted, right? Because there's some people who are unable to go to the bathroom. They've got a colostomy bag or they have kidney failure, so they have to go to dialysis, right? Or, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they're unable to stand to go when they need assistance to go to the bathroom. That's that's some basic stuff, I know. But sometimes you have to take it there so that you can get the depth of the knowledge that God has got your back, you know? It takes a while. But that's why it's so important to, you know, when you pray, pray every day. It's better to even start your day in prayer. You know, we talked about the pattern of prayer in the last episode, episode two, starting with praising and worshiping God. And the second part of that was be still and know that he is God. When you're uh, in your meditation time, you take time to just stop your thoughts, you know, stop them from running. Because I know we can think about, oh, I got this bill to pay. I got that bill to pay. I got to take care of this and take care of that, you know. You have to quiet your thoughts and listen to God. Sometimes he has something to say to you. Sometimes it's just a time to stop and be aware of what divides you between. What is the thing that's dividing you between God? Since the last time you prayed, right? And he will bring it into your remembrance, whatever it is. Sometimes it's uh, you've fallen short on doing stuff. And sometimes it's. You've fallen short because you have omitted something. You haven't done something you were supposed to do. So, you know, that's the confession part. And what is confession? Well, confession, and that's like a third part of the prayer, is when you come into agreement with God that something you're doing or, or have a lack of doing falls short of his will for you in your life. Right? So... Say, you know, somebody cut you off in traffic and you gave him the finger. <laughs> gave him the bird. <laughs> okay. Uh, that would definitely be something that you need to repent about. Something you need to, you know, speak to God and say, okay, I know this was wrong. It's not like God didn't see it. It's not like God didn't know it. But you have to agree, make the agreement that, yes, God, I know I did this and I know it's wrong. And so repentance, you know, uh, is the second part of confession. You, you confess and then you re repent. Confess is to, to actually say, okay, this is something that I have done 
and I need to stop doing it. And then the act of not doing it is the repentance. And so, so not repeating the stuff that you're doing wrong, right? It's so that, you know, you're not in this situation where you have this preemptive confession. God forgive me. And then you go ahead and do it. <laughs> no, that is not the way that works. What you do is you take the time to be aware of who God is in your life. And then you're mindful of the things that you should not be doing. You know, so going back to the pattern of prayer, first thing you do is you praise and worship God. Secondly, be still and know that he is God. Thirdly, you confess. You confess the things that have divided you since the last time you prayed. Right? And then uh, after you've confessed, and then it's time to intercede. What is intercede? Intercede is when you pray for other people, right? When you pray for your enemy, when you pray for the folks you can't stand. Oh, I can't stand this song. So, ooh, that's the person you need to pray for, you know. If you're in like some service position where you're constantly dealing with customers, right? You need to be in a situation where, you know, sometimes folks have a bad day and they'll snap at you and they put you in a position, you know. Uh, and you want to snap back. <laughs> so I shouldn't be treated this way. They're not paying me enough money for you to talk to me this way. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of uh, dealing with it. But when you pray for somebody else, you're praying for, you know, it's it's better if you have a problem with it, pray from your inner circle outward. In other words, pray for your direct relatives and, you know, relatives in your immediate family, if you're married, a wife, if you're female, your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend, you have kids, that's your responsibility anyway to intercede for them all the days of your life. You pray for your children all the time, you know, that they prosper, that they stay out of trouble, that they stay within the will of God. And then after that, you pray for the people that are in your fellowship, right? your pastor your pastor's wife, first lady, uh, the elders, the deacon board, whomever, right? The people that you see that are always smiling in your face that you know mean you no good. You pray for them too. <laughs> then, you know, you pray for the policemen. You pray for, you know, folks that you know that are doing things that are totally outside the will of God that are illegal. You know, you pray that they see the light and do the will of God and know who God is. You pray for... You know, all the things, you know, like I said, police officers and stuff. You pray for people in authority, your your local mayor, uh, the council people, your local school board, you know, the teachers at your school, the way your children go to, you know, people who are in their education. You pray for folks you see on the street that are homeless. You pray for folks who are drug addicts. You pray for for, you know, your Congress people, you know, your House of Representatives, you pray for President of the United States, that God's will be done, right? You pray for their health and things like that. No matter what you feel about them, you pray for them anyway, you know, so that gives you, uh, you know, at least uh, a path when you get into that situation where you're like, I don't know what to pray for, right? You know, sometimes we see things on television, in the news. We can pray for those people too. 
uh, like currently in the news, there's been places where people have been blowing themselves up in churches, you know, overseas in Mumbai and other things like that. Um, you know, you pray for the people that are in the realm of, of who's been affected by that, right? So that, uh, you know, God's will be done, right? Once you've done all the all that in the, that period of time, then you go for your own personal petitions, right? Like you ask God to do something in your life that would be more towards his will. Because a lot of times when we pray, prayer changes us. God's will is God's will. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not often that, you know, we change God because God knows the entire path of our life. He knows our first heartbeat to our last breath, obviously. He knows every thought that will go through our minds from first thought to last dream. So knowing that, you know, we pray for what is within our grasp, you know, our direction that his will be done in our life, that, you know, our will lines up with his will, right? And that we'll be able to recognize it and be in a position to Accept it when it comes. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes it's not now. <laughs> sometimes the time the timing is not now. It'll be later, but it's not now. And, you know, don't get discouraged if it's not now, you know, because we all have our own free will. But, you know, like you'll put people in 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 your prayer life and you're waiting for something to happen, and you're like, oh, I can't see it happen. Sometimes it's not for you to see it in your lifetime. Your prayer will be answered, but it may not be answered in your lifetime. You need to know that. You know, there's people who pray their whole life, they pass away, and then finally their children change after they've passed away. So to know that is to have the patience and the wisdom that God would give you. So, all right. So we've gone to that point of, go back to the pattern of prayer, right? Praise and worship God is the first part. The second part is to be still and know that he is God. And you meditate and you listen to see what is the things that divide you between you and God since the last time you prayed. And then you intercede for other people. After you've interceded for somebody, then the next thing that you do is your personal petitions and then thanksgiving. Okay, so thanksgiving again. You know, is thank you for the time, the opportunity to pray. Because, you know, if you're not of the mind to pray, then you've missed it. <laughs> you've missed out, <laughs> you know. And your personal prayer life is a daily event. If you start it out in the morning before you go and do anything, then your mind and your spirit will be in the right stance to deal with whatever the day has coming for you. And then something that I'm starting to add towards the end of my prayer life, my personal prayer life, is at the end of your day, the last thing you do before you go to sleep is to count your blessings, as in Thanksgiving. You know, you could have been driving and somebody cut you off or maybe you fell asleep while you were driving or something or you weren't paying attention and God guided that car that you were driving to the point where you... uh you're still safe. You're still alive. You're still whole. You know, because things can happen. You roll over, you'll see a paper bag in the street, and it's got the bag is full of bricks. <laughs> you roll over the 
take out your axle, okay? <laughs> so I'm just saying that, not that that's always the case, or you go through a pothole and get a flat tire in the middle of nowhere, and you're outside of cell phone range, and you're like, in the middle of nowhere, and it's like, oh, God, how did that happen, right? So, but like I said, spend some time at the end of your day as a part of your personal prayer life to give thanksgiving. Now, on my smartphone, I came up, came upon an app. I'll probably talk about this app in the future where I've set up three separate uh, timers, right? One is an 18-minute timer, which allows me three minutes to be within three minutes of doing each part of the prayer, right? And if I have more time, then there's one that's, that, uh, you know, expands that to about five minutes, which gives you closer to 30 minutes. And then another one that is just a little bit longer to keep you just under an hour. So, you know, if you have more time to pray, then put the timer on. Now, the timer is not to rush you or slow you down or anything, but it's to keep you focused in the midst of your prayer life. So when you're praying, you can say, all right, I started out with this part of the prayer because, you know, God is a God of order, not one of confusion. So if you're constantly in that mindset of doing things in an orderly fashion because God is a God of order, not of confusion, you'll surely be on the path that is pleasing in the sight of God. So that's about it. So for today, uh, the thing I wanted to put forth about praise, right? Because it's just not something that just comes off the top of your lips and out the top of your mind, right? To be praising God. It's just something that you didn't grow up doing. I mean, you could have grown up, not that people in the Catholic Church don't praise God, but I mean, there are other denominations where they freely and out loud begin to praise God. I'd like to thank and praise God, you know. They have testimony services where people are in the habit of praising God in front of everybody, right? Not that it's a secret because God is who he says he is and is capable of what he's capable of. He is, was, and is to come, the Father, Holy Ghost, and yes, the Son, right? Or Holy Spirit. So I say this to say, don't forget to praise God in the morning when you start your day. And at the end, count your blessings. Have a time of thanksgiving. You know, grow that prayer life. That's what this is about, you know. So that's all I got for now. Your host, DJ MC Servant, and it's living that Christian life. Yeah. Catch you on the flip side next time. Peace.